The following is a bad and boozy presentation. Cool, bank, headshot, sit down, stand up, bank, pass out, bank, wake up, bank, baby, bank, wake up, bank, baby, bank, cool, bank, headshot, sit down, stand up, bank, pass out, bank, wake up, bank, baby, bank. <sighs> the hell going on, y'all? You the should hell? You should know who it is. By the voice coming out your speaker. Um, this is so so lovely, aka one half of the Bad and Bougie podcast, aka Thinky Valancourt, aka Lanethia Targaryen, aka Angry Black Woman, aka Mercury is in Boozy Fade and is whooping my ass. And I'm joined by my illustrious bald-headed scallywag of a co-host. Come on. Oh, sorry. A.K.A. Big Booby Barbara in this bitch. Yeah, Big Booty Barbara. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host, D. Asia Ali. Say, what's up, D? I mean, A.K.A. <laughs> she said, boy, scallywag, you better know it. You better know it. Your favorite auntie out in this joint. You know, your text lady, all yeah. that, the wine auntie, yeah. I'm still new, I'm still climbing the new homeowner, um, assistant manager, fundraiser extraordinaire, HR, Captain DEI coordinator. Like, you know, I'll be doing things, y'all. Come on. And man. I'm tired. <laughs> we motherfucking tired. Okay. Um, well, you know how we like to start this show off with some shenanigans. So we're going to uncork what's been going on. What's been going on with you over there in Baltimore? So, because I heard that you had a rant on the horizon, I'm going to keep it short. Um, no, take your time. Take the main thing I have on the horizon is one... I'm just happy to be back home. Last time we recorded it, I was in Delaware. Like, Mercury is micro-braiding right now, but I feel like it got me in the pre-shadow phase, because that's what they say. I, it got me, because everything that could have went wrong in the last couple weeks before I came back to my job went awry. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? But I have since returned in life been like, oh, this is nice. And I was like, mm, maybe that wasn't for me. Hmm. Um had a warm welcome back to work. It was, it's really nice to um work somewhere and like feel the love. I know, I know we joke about say no to coworkers and all that, but um, I I was welcomed back to work with like a little, a little poster board and pictures of me that said congrats with handwritten personal Aww, notes. Oh, that's lovely. Handwritten personal notes from everybody in my store, whether it was a merchandiser, somebody, a cleaning person, a cashier, whatever. And then one of the notes said, and I ain't going to lie, every time I think about it, it make me choke up. It said, congratulations, you are what young girls aspire to be. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, bitch, y'all, I'll be thinking I'm just out here selling wine, but y'all be out here listening. and be So that um, is another reason that I take my um, promotion seriously because I'm assistant manager, so I have a little more say in the building and beyond. I'm doing HR type stuff, connecting with the people, 
I said DEI because it's like whatever diversity. I want people to be included. So you know stuff like that remind me that like you know what well, it's more than wine. I got to the wine industry for a reason, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've just been like practicing getting into my new role at work because I don't like when you coordinate schedules and people. It's just like a like a, it's I'm in a people business, whether it's mm-hmm. selling wine to people or managing people at work. That's been fun. But then you fast forward to this is football season. I'm all in for football now, by the way. Ravens all the way. But it's also back to school season. And when I tell you, I mean, the auntie vibes hit every year. But this year, it's like my back. Oh, my back. Like what? I don't know. I feel like it's something about being a homeowner. And like, you know, you feel a little more grown. So I feel like the auntie vibes hit different when you like at your house. So like wait, I wait. Was, I bet you ain't even I know you probably thought about it, but wait, Halloween gonna hit real different this year. It is. Though I was looking at Halloween, <laughs> I was looking at um what kind of reef I could put on my door. Like, is the kids gonna be trick-or-treating? I literally yes. was looking at that this week. I was like, Oh, I have a house. I could like, you know, I'm I'm in the city, so I don't, I can't put a whole lot of shit on it. But I was like, oh, one of my cousins make handmade wreaths. And I was like, oh, I think I need one for the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I want to put the decals in the windows? Like, whatever. But then I'm like, back to school season hit. And I live right across from elementary school. But also my niece, um, first day of kindergarten was this week. And it hit different to be home because I actually went to her house, went to my brother's house to see her off of kindergarten. Aww. And that was so cute. And I'm just like, it was so fun. But kids be shady though. Because I called her <laughs> after. First of all, she FaceTimed me that morning. It was supposed to have been a surprise that I was even coming. But then that morning she was asking. So my brother FaceTimed me anyway. And I said, Ryan, did you spoil a surprise? So she talking to me. I'm literally not dressed. I said, Ryan. Well, we need to stop talking because I need to get dressed so I can come to the house where you at. And she was like, oh, don't forget to comb your hair. <laughs> Shady baby. She told me not to forget to comb my hair. Then when I call her after school to see if everything, like to get the tea, she was telling me the stories. And then she go, didn't you come to my house to talk to me this morning? I said, yes, and I told you I was going to come to get the follow-up. She was like, oh, oh, oh. But I'm mm-hmm. like, the kids, it's just so, it's, it's just funny. But, like, I got my godson going to 10th grade, my god baby, my other god baby going to um, first grade. No, I mean, I'm going to pre-K. And all the family, friends, your kids, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I tell you this one thing, I live. Like, I was like, I don't care. Just like during the pandemic. Put them babies on the porch, even if they doing virtual school, because I'm here for all the pictures. <laughs> I am the auntie that's like, oh, they got big. I ain't never met your kid in life, ever, in person. But I'm here. And so, and then I do my part. Like, I told my niece, I said, we got to take a picture on the porch, because I got, you got aunties and uncles, you don't even know you got. So I'm going to post your picture. But I love this time of year. I loved it as a kid, and I'm going to always love it as an adult. I'm getting a little old, but that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's all that's been popping over here. Just out you, here. You think when you retire, you're going to be like the little crossing guard ladies volunteering at the school to help Bitch, the kids? I want to be one of the, um, one of the, I want to be one of the volunteers in the lunchroom. I think I, listen, 
I got a 30-year-old mortgage on this house. Don't let me get mm -hmm. old. The elementary school right across the street. Give me a little job across the street. But, um, you need some green beans on that plate. You ain't had no vegetables all week. Stop and, then, and I feel like I'm a good mix of the kid, the kids who like they listen to me, but they also feel comfortable enough to be cool with me. Even at work, the young boy, I don't know if I told y'all right before, right before I went away for training, one of the young guys at work was having a hard time. I don't know what was going on. That night he left, but he came back to the door. He forgot something. And then he just paused and he said, Miss Demetria, can I have a hug? Aww. And I gave him a hug. And then I could just feel his energy release. And he said, thank you, because you're like my work mom. Bitch, I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. I, this is why I'm just going to fully embrace the auntie role. Because this nigga called me his work mom, and I was ready to be I kept it together for him, but I, in, inside, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it is what it is, you know? Yeah. I feel like I earned it. I earned I earned my auntie role as I'm learning. You did. And I'm getting me a little cushion so I can sit out on a stoop because it's some good people watching happening outside my new front door. So that's Come what I've been doing over here. <laughs> I love Leaning it. I love all the way into auntie status as I knock, as I knock on 40s, though. I love it. I love it. Um, it's been a whole lot going on over here. If you really want to know what's going on, uh, become a patron. And then you could find out what what else is going on. But the rant I have in my spirit popped up today. You know, I was perusing the interwebs, as, you know, niggas do when they try to pass time. And I stumbled <laughs> upon a post. And it was a food post. It was chitlin nachos. What? Oh my God. I did not know where this was going, but I'm mad. I was so angry. Like, number one, why you put chitlins on nachos? Number First two. Of all, if you want to eat a chitlin, just eat the chitlin. Number two, why did the nachos... I understand it's called nachos, but you don't have to use nacho cheese on it. Like, nacho cheese is the worst cheese that you use for nachos. Like, don't do that. So you're putting chitlins with nacho cheese on tortillas. And then number two, the chitlins is, like, boiled. They're not even, like, sautéed, marinated. You just ate chitlin the way you normally eat a chitlin? Like, you ain't try razzle-dazzle at all? No, it was, it was just booty noodles on tortillas and i was like outdone like hey hey i understand I, I, did not, I did not know where this was going but this is making me angry um listen i understand we as african americans are under attack on all fronts you know we are surrounded on every side by our enemies you know what i'm saying they're trying to oppress us they're trying to strip our history away from us they try to take things out the history book change it you know, they talk about CRT, which has is not even in, you know, secondary or primary schools. That's like a college legal term. But, you know, mm -hmm. they're doing all this trickery, right? Trickeration. Um, Come on, trickeration. Th things to try and, you know, rob us of our votes. So I understand trying to preserve our heritage. 
trying to preserve our culture, our food culture, you know, holding on to things. Um, but um, we gonna have to let them chillings go. Like, I, 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 there are other my, things. See, this my thing is, even if you're gonna try to preserve it, don't, don't, don't be, don't be, you know how your mama say, don't be making out look bad out in these streets? Yeah. So if you want to preserve it, let's just preserve it. Like, like, don't be making it work. Don't be make you ain't enhance it by trying to make this taco. You ain't elevate it. So you could have just left it as it was. <laughs> Cause I can't think of one elder that's going to eat a, even if they still eat chitlins, going to eat the nacho version. <laughs> like what? They were like, what you done fuck the chitlin up? The fuck? <sighs> a nacho. Get out of my face. I just... Mm. Uh-oh. It sound like I can't hear you. I see your lips moving. Uh-oh, here go the mercury microbrain. Y'all know we've been doing a little, uh... Uh, um, experiment because what? Uh oh, hopefully, it ain't stop recording. Don't need no hair. Oh, I can hear. You can hear. All right. Did it, it looks like what we were saying? It might have. We don't. We don't see. Said, um. Um. Yeah. Like I understand. You know, wanting to combine cuisines to celebrate multiple cultures, right? And y'all know I love me some Mexican food. Like when it comes to the food, you know, I'm always represented for my soul food. Mexican food is like a close second. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm real particular when it comes to my comida de Mexicano. But, um... But niggas be going crazy for no reason with a, with calling shit a taco. I mean, what's next? Hennessy flavored chitlins? Lemon pepper chitlins? Well, uh, you know what? Not that I want either of those, but it would have made more sense to go with Hennessy chitlins or lemon pepper before you just went to messing with our Mexican brothers and their tacos. You're going to do chitlins, shout out right? To, right? Shout, out, shout out to Nas. The, um, there is a 50th edition hip-hop bottle of Hennessy floating around that I need to purchase on this week. And, I, and you know, I'll tell you this one thing. I might not drink Hennessy on a regular, but the nigga in me is buying that bottle. <laughs> oh, the nigga in me is buying that bottle because I will have that conversation piece on my ear bar. But it is actually nice, though. Like, I know I joke about blacks and Hennessy and stuff, but um, Hennessy is one of the, they still, still fuck capitalism and all that. But Hennessy is one of the brands 
that kind of put black people like on the forefront with ass and all this stuff earlier than other brands. Yeah. So I can't even be mad at that. And then they doing the hip hop war commemoration <laughs> with Nas on the bottle and for the 50 years of hip hop. Yeah. Niggas flourish. Go get your bottle. Yeah. Um. But chitlin uh, taco, that is rude. I, I feel like it's way. I feel like a good chef could like make this like some delicacy, but the way you're describing it, no, you ain't grilled up the chitlin or nothing. Um, I think what also made me outdone because it wasn't that long ago that I saw chitlin Alfredo on the timeline. I'm leaving. <laughs> mm, that's even worse. A chitlin Alfredo? No, no. No, you niggers need to be stopped. <laughs> Hard R shenanigans. No. Like... No. No. You lie. No, you know what? I know you, you can't be lying. I know. Oh my God. Oh. Chilling Alfredo with a little bit of parsley. Oh my. Oh, with the nigga. Oh. I know your they stomach was tore up. What did they used to call it? The, uh, oh, he used to call it parsley something, and it's escaping my brain because I'm nigga sprinkles. I don't know something like that. It was the nigga glitter. That's what he called it. Nigga glitter. That's true. Because like, it's never the Italian flat leaf parsley. It's always the curly parsley, and it's, <laughs> it's always it is always way too much. I like a little garnish, but it's like, bro, like you don't need the whole bunch yeah. that you bought from the grocery store. Yeah, so I'm officially saying, y'all, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop. Because I'm not one to be like, you know, respectability politics, but when it comes to chitlin nachos, no. I'm telling y'all to pull up y'all. Pull y'all got us out here looking bad in front of the white people. Stop. Stop. Got us looking bad out in these streets. Chilling nachos. I don't even think the you know the white people like the appropriate shit. And they not even gonna try out chilling nachos or mm, chicken, no. no, no. I think that's where they draw the line. They they done fucked with the oxtails, but oh my god, you took it right out of my mouth. I'm about to say it's a bunch of stuff we didn't switched up and did with not <clears throat> oxtail, but not chillers. Hey, they eating they eating salt pork and calling it pork belly. So. Shout out to the Let's diet, see how they gentrify. We, we gotta, um, we gotta do better. How can they gentrify chillers? You know what? Fight? That's a good question. White people, listeners, if any, if it's any of y'all, if this reach y'all ears, what y'all doing with the chillers? Uh, pork calamari. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you go, that's what I'm saying. If you gonna listen, if you gonna fuck it up, you better grill it like they do the calamari. You better fuck it up like that. I might be. Yep. I just want to know what would the smell be like if you out here deep frying chitlins. But you know when you do all the cooking and stuff, like eventually, I mean, I don't want to smell it as you cooking it, but once it comes to the plate, I ain't got smell on it. But deep fried it? No, I don't know. I don't know. Put a little hot sauce. I feel like if anybody could do us justice to make like to like like repurpose the chitlins i feel like we need to talk to our agents listen the only way i will allow chitlin to be on the main stage if it's on an episode of beat bobby flay 
And that's how they beat that little red head. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think, I feel like because now I don't, I won't say racist. This might be just a little stereotypical. But when I, when I, all the like delicacies or like odd stuff that I see cooking, and it's just because it's not in our culture, it seemed like there's somewhere in Asia. So I feel like they, so I feel like they could take the chitlins and fuck it up. I feel like they could fuck it up. And, and next thing you know, it's a five-star dish. I have an older friend who was in, um, I think he was in the Vietnam War um, from church. I'll never forget, he told us a story about how, like, when they were stationed over there, there was, like, a black man who married an Asian woman, and they opened a restaurant. They had a barbecue restaurant, right? And so he had been hearing about it. And at the time, he was dating this Asian woman, and the Asian woman really wanted to go to the place real bad, right? So it was like her, her friends, him, some of his friends from the military, they go over there. And then, they, you know, they just noticed that people were throwing down. Like, everybody got a bowl, and they throwing down. And so they order the food, and then when the food come out, he look at him, he's like, this ain't barbecue, this is chitlin. Nick. Barbecue chicken. Okay, we done made a full circle. We we didn't we didn't, we didn't came around. All right, I don't want your your chicken tacos, but I might want to try these barbecue <laughs> these <laughs> Korean barbecue chitlins. I think I want to try these Korean barbecue chitlins. Oh, I think man. I'm here for it. Listen, I'm gonna give those a try. I'm sorry if it's nasty, it's nasty, but I feel like I would try it though. Some Korean barbecue chitlins. Give me I that. feel like it wouldn't pork, be like what? chewy, chewy. What's the what's the bun? The little eight, the little bun. Give me one Not of them. Not the bow bun. No. Give me one of them. I, I want it. Come on. Can we get a fusion? Come on. Let's fusion, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen. I, mm. I'm sure it's out there. Go on, go on Uber Eats and put in chitlins and see what pop up. You know. Baltimore, this area, Baltimore, DC, New York, even like it, you might not think of it as like a food place, but Baltimore is a little foodie situation. It's probably somebody right here doing it, and I don't even know. <laughs> but I tell you this one thing this is a random side note. I know I'm from Baltimore, I know I'm from Maryland. Don't give me no chitlins with the Obey season, though. Don't do that. <laughs> I will I will put obey on anything and everything. I will make anything mimic seafood. I don't want no obey chitlins. Right. <laughs> Keep the seafood and the chitlins separate, please. Oh, Before you think about it. Whew. Whew. Mm. But if you want to barbecue me some chitlins, I might try it. But I ain't gonna front though. I I did I I be eating. I grew up eating chitlins. I know you. You said you used to eat them. You might still eat them every now and then, but like I do. Like I hadn't had them in a long time. But what? Uh, uh, it, you know how they make black eyed peas? My family, the black families around these parts, make chitlins on New Year's Eve too. And I celebrated New Year's back home for the first time in a long time this year. And I did not go in the pot to get chitlins, but my auntie made me a plate to go. And she put chitlins on the plate. So when I heated up my plate to go the next day, I was I looked and I said, mm, God must want me to eat these chitlins. And I 
Cause I ain't, I ain't go. I I skipped past them. I saw them in the house. So I saw my own too many plate, and then I felt like I don't. It felt wrong to not eat them. I was like, it was the first. It was New Year's Day. My aunt made plate. It seemed like I was gonna start the year off wrong if I ain't eat the chicken. And I was like, <laughs> I put some hot sauce in the bitch and kept it cool. So, oh god, this has been another episode. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> oh god. Um, let us transition. Oh god, because I need a palate cleanser. Let's transition to right. part Amen. of the show Amen. where we review our latest and greatest finds, and this is the part that you guys have named "sip or spit." Um. Asia, do you have something that you're revealing this week? I do, and I like the way that you use the word palate cleanser because I think hey. a Prosecco is a really good. Oh, this bitch matched my nails. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> Look at that. So, this is a Prosecco. Or, I feel like I, feel like I got a, cus- a few customers that say Prosecco, like all fancy. And I'm like, Bro, it's Prosecco. It's the difference between <laughs> the blacks that say mature and mature. Like, bitch, it's like... It's oh, like, my God. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what? It say Prosecco? Why you can't... Why you gotta say it, like, different? Anyway. Heights and height. <laughs> right? Um, This is a Prosecco. It's called La Delizia Prosecco. Prosecco, is, as you know, is an Italian sparkling wine made from the Galera grapes. I love a bubbly. I love a champagne. I actually had a really good champagne last week, but I I don't have the notes and shit anymore to be trying to think about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm a champagne ass bitch. Y'all will actually y'all get more champagne close to the holidays because I'm popping bottles. Um, but this prosecco is like, like if 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 you be fucking up with prosecco, then like shame on you. But this is giving nice crisp, like dry. It's like dry and not at the same time. So you know if it's extra dry, it's actually got a little bit more residual sugar. So I think this is the perfect balance. So it's um, beverage dynamics says it's a crisp and refreshing sparkler, well balanced with lively notes of green apple. That's definitely one of the things I love in the Prosecco, like the green apple. Um, this one isn't too sweet. It complements, it, it basically compliments anything to me. Like, unless it's too heavy. Like, if it's real heavy, like, whatever. But spicy dishes, your, your um, like, light summer fare. Uh, this one is 11% alcohol. Some peachy notes. Uh, 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 it was 91 points rated. And I was like, you know what? This is a solid one. It is $12.99 at my total wine. Um, it's easily just... Uh, <laughs> As one of my managers when I was way of training called it a porch pounder. And I was like, Okay, porch aggressive. pounder. But it's given I got a little balcony out here, sit out here, drink it. Um, I like a nice extra dry prosecco because I like to drink prosecco by itself. You can mix it with your uh apparates to make spritzes or whatever, but a good judge of a prosecco for me is always gonna be if I can just drink it by itself. 
So I like a nice extra dry Prosecco because it usually gives me that subtle hint of sweetness that I can just drink it for any day. So La Delizia Prosecco and the same family low-key has if you're one of the people that need, need like a white wine that don't taste like much, but I want to drink white wine, and Lil' Key got a Pinot Grigio that's like about eight bucks. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Because sometimes you're just like, oh, I want a white wine, nothing crazy. But the Live Elysian Prosecco, this is good. It might, I don't know if it's going to replace my Robata Prosecco. I might have to taste them side by side. But I do shop with my eyes a lot. So also, since they changed the bottle to this lovely red foil, I'm not even gonna front. The, the, if you had to give it to a, uh, if you had to give it as a gift or something like like the presentation is giving. Um, but yeah, not, it's it's really good. Like Elysian Prosecco is definitely a sip, and it's been y'all see me drinking in the background. That's what I've been drinking. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> um, a couple weeks ago, I got a text from my, um, BFF, my bestie, saying that she had some wine for me. I was like, okay. Oh, I forgot I was waiting for this. Come on. And, um, she was going to send the wine down, um, with my partner. <laughs> I like saying that better. Uh, <laughs> I found me a partner. <laughs> so my partner was taking his son to get his hair, um, twisted by and my bestie does hair so she did his hair and she sent the wine back so I said I would save it for a week right and um offline I think maybe for like the last two years DeAsia and I have like casually in conversation been mentioning this wine while I don't think either one of us have had it um I believe you have the rosé I have not had that one I've yeah. had the wine maker, though. Yeah, so um, this is my first foray into this particular brand. Um, this brand is pretty... <laughs> you turn on the TV, it's a commercial. Uh, you listen to podcasts, it's a commercial. You go to the store, they're prominently displayed. Um, hence why I've kind of been avoiding it. But this is uh, the girl not confused with the model. I think it's a man. Kim Crawford. Is, Kim Crawford is, in fact, a man. That's one yeah. of the things I love to remind my guests. Because they be like, they can't remember what they looking for. And they be like, it's a woman name. And I be like, as soon as they say it's a woman name, I know it's the man. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's two Kim Crawfords. One is a man model. We're not talking about Kim Crawford, the model. We talk about Kim Crawford, the New Zealand winemaker. Is there a model Kim Crawford? That's not Cindy Crawford. There is somebody else named Kim. Is it either a model or actress? Something. I mean, it's, come on. I'm going to do my Googles. Yeah, there's like two Kim Croppers. Um, so, what I have before me is the New Zealand Rosé from 2021. Um, they say our grapes are grown in New Zealand. Deliver a bright, juicy rosé with a fresh berry fruit and watermelon flavors and a refreshing dry finish um it comes in at 12.5 percent abv um now y'all know i'm real picky when it comes to my rosés like i prefer a rosé of pinot noir or like a grenache something like that and um, what, what, grape, how, what grapes they use it don't say 
Mm. They won't say. So I, you know, mm. but you know, and I'm looking too to see if I see anything. Mm. Yeah, but it's still saying New Zealand. Yeah. So I, I have a sneaky suspicion that it's Pinot Noir and something else. Mm. Because a lot of the brands that I know that are New Zealand that'll make a Sauvignon Blanc, they will make a Pinot Noir too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a sneaking suspicion that it's, it might not be 100% Pinot Noir, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it might be. Yeah. So, um, being the child that I am a little particular when it comes to my rosés, low-key, this ain't bad. Really? Um, it don't taste like old lady perfume. Um, I'm not getting the watermelon. It, it must be a different kind of watermelon down under. Um, but <laughs> um, I do get the berry fruit. Um, it. I I think our friend Jazzy Bell wouldn't like it because it has a quick finish. It's a Kurt. quick pumper. It was Kurt. It was Kurt, but um, I can see people having it, you know, when they throw shrimp on the barbie. You know, I don't have an Australian accent, y'all. I got British. I don't know enough Auss- Aussies to do Well, Australian you can just accent. pretend, you can just be like British adjacent, because like, they yeah, just... so um, <clears throat> yeah, I could see how it is a top seller because it's, it's not complex at all. Um, It's very... I feel like that was a nice way to say it was basic. <laughs> yeah, it's basic. I mean, it's nothing wrong with some basic. Yeah, you know, it's not complex. There's not a lot of layers or depth to it. Um, not a lot of notes. It's like you taste something, but it's not very distinct. See, I think that will be my... I mean, I'm not saying it won't taste good, but I like... I do like rosés that got, like, a little bit of complexity. Yeah, you know, a little... To it, it ain't got no up to it. Um, but what I would say is that this would, you know me, I like me a little good sangria. This would be a good base for some sangria. Really? Throw you some peaches, you some rosé. raspberries. Well, you know what? That makes sense. But I'm like, oh, people <laughs> use rosé for sangria, but I can see that. Yeah. So something like that. I kind of feel like if this was like a rosé with bubbles. This would it hit might there. Be okay. It might be better. It needs a little effervescent. But just as it is. But this joint does it says do you all say it's from New Zealand, actually? Yeah, it says New okay. Zealand Rose. Marlboro, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one does say New Zealand. I felt like I was Googling and I saw like that can date that maybe some yeah, like, so- can proper French. Yeah, so if it's New Zealand, it's probably giving. I I, I would bet you it's probably. Yeah, so I mean, it's dry, but people who normally um like sweet wine wouldn't necessarily be too off put by it because there's still something there. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna give them a buzz, which you is what they really like. I want to know the main grapes. Really uh, yeah, I would. I'm curious to know too. But, um, and I went to the, like directly to their website. They're not telling. They're not telling. Mm. Um, yeah. For so for me, it's a spit, but I can easily see how it is a sip for people. Like if I went to like a wine tasting and I got this, I would be pissed. But 
if I just go to like my regular big box grocery store and I'm just looking for something for a party and I got this, I don't think I my guests will be upset. In the beach. Yeah, the beach, a little backyard grill situation, you know, with people who aren't necessarily sophisticated wine drinkers. I think that this would go over very well. So and I'm sure it's at a reasonable price point as well. So which is also probably why you see it a lot. Um, so I don't hate it. It's just not something that I would personally. Oh, okay. you, didn't, you didn't buy that one, right? No, I didn't buy it. So I'm not mad that I had it. You know, it's, it's an experience. Is that the you would say Kim Crawford illuminates rose? No. It just says rose New Zealand. And then it says it's affectionately known as Pansy for its vivacious oh, you know and vibrant. I think I clicked the wrong one at my store because yeah. oh you're right. No, my bad. The illuminate rose is the low calorie one. The yeah. regular rose is eleven ninety seven. Yeah, so I can see why it flies off the shelves, but it's a no for me, dog. Um it's very much white girl rose. I mean, um, Total Wine Althing says a vibrant pale strawberry color Kim Crawford Rose is loaded with flavors of sweet summer berry fruits, strawberries, and cream. A light wine is great as an aperitif or barbecue dishes, salmon, or turkey. It's even basic, bitch, but that's fine. You need a basic. Yeah, bitch. I mean, and sometimes you need that, you know? Not every, you're not trying to go all the way there every time, so. Um, I don't hate it. But I don't like it. So, so that's my I would never buy that. But if somebody no, you wouldn't drink it. <laughs> but if someone needed a recommendation, you could definitely recommend that to someone who, yeah, it it it. <laughs> this is for your white claw drinkers. No, I was about to say literally if you like Kim Crawford. So Kim Crawford is most popular for the Sauvignon Blanc. So if you Sauvignon Blanc and you need a rosé, you probably like this one. So whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So, um, it's for somebody. It ain't for me. It ain't for my black ass. But, yep, so those are our reviews for this week. Um, Let us know if you've had any of those. Let us know if you disagree, because <laughs> niggas like to argue. Uh, <laughs> and then um, we're also going to go ahead and slide into our segment for the week. But before we do, you know, I like to put a little music up in here. A little bit of vibes, a little bit of tunes. So, um, after... This musical break, we'll be back with our topic for the week. Show what lies ahead 
has been um sourced by none other than the Asia Ali. Um <laughs> Ooh, I need to look at some other Facebook. I was gonna say something. Listen, you know she had, you know Mercury been retrograde because she used to give me a little bit of introduction in that. I was oh, gonna oh, say, Mommy, don't know that it's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? What I don't is know the word? I don't, I'm here for it though. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, um, you know, I like to peruse the interwebs. You know, life be laughing in between all the five million things. But I mean, like, let me see what we can talk about. And um, I have was drunk recently. Ooh. So this article, um, this article spoke to my spirit. And this is from our good friends over at the Vine Pair. And it says, it's about, I mean, we, we, we can go through the list, but it's more of a discussion, the facility discussion. The okay. most famous regional hangover foods. Because let's keep it real. We aim to be responsible and uh, drink responsibly, but some, but many times we don't. Shit happens. And um, also, if you had noticed, we like to eat over here. So this um, article from Vine Pair, <laughs> excuse me, the most famous regional food, hangover food throughout the U.S., and when I po- I also posted the other day on my personal Facebook page, what's your go-to hangover food? So I report back to some of those um, with some of those responses because I think it's interesting. Now I can probably guarantee you that all of us are just going with vibes, like shit. Probably am scientific. <laughs> like you, look, I swear if you drink this, but whatever, I can guarantee we're probably wrong. But the, the placebo effect is a thing for a reason. So anyway, despite the fact that hangovers have been around for as long as alcohol itself, it can be, still feel like a shock to wake up with a fuzzy head and unsettled stomach after a night out. And bitch, sometimes a night out was just me hanging in my damn bedroom. Like that's 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 when it's real wild. Like I didn't even go nowhere. <laughs> like I didn't even go nowhere. I was just dancing around in my underwear. Um. So it says, at which point most drinkers turn to their preferred remedies, which are varied as they are unsupported by actual science. This is exactly my point. Because um, I, I don't know about y'all, but I don't always had the aunties and uncles that say, you got to drink more liquor when you wake up or mm. you got to take the aspirin before you go to sleep. Um, it might be a little bit of truth to all these things, but to the food, you, I feel like most times you probably do need food. So some opt to drink their face, that face and water, while others turn to electrolyte recovery tabs and drinks. But the oldest of the bunch remains a good old-fashioned hearty meal. 
So that's what we focusing on today. A hearty meal. And I'm I I feel I, I feel like hearty is loosely, but I feel like regardless of any of these methods, the universal one is food. <laughs> now which is the food is different. So from East Coast staple bacon, egg and cheese to a breakfast burrito in California, check out what these states eat the morning after a night of drinking. So I will say I'm gonna go. We're gonna start going through the list, but um, when I p- say some of the posts from my friends, we did. Some people dif- differentiated, but sometimes it's a difference between what you drink that night when you realize you drunk versus what you eat or drink when you wake up. So it started at Arizona. Hmm. What the fuck is a Sonoran a Sonoran hot dog? Oh, it's a hot dog and a tortilla. I think with egg and hot sauce, right? Well, let's read on. A fusion of a... First of all, listen, because I might discover some shit outside of Huntsville. <laughs> a fusion of American and Mexican flavors. The Sonoran hot dog was invented in the University of Sonora in Hermosillo, Hermosillo um, Mexico. Okay. Mm. The hot dog is first wrapped in bacon. First of all, you got me at bacon. We we here. We here. And then tucked into a bilio roll before being topped with the pinto beans. Raw is real. Raw Ooh, I had that all wrong. Pinto beans? This nigga eating beans for breakfast? This nigga eat beans, raw onions, pinto, uh, grilled onions, tomato, mayonnaise, green sauce, guacamole. First of all, let me try it. <laughs> <laughs> this story goes that the Sonora hot dog was created to satiate drunk college students, but quickly became a hangover staple across the Southwest America. You know what? I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad at that. That sounded strange, but my ass would try it. I would be like, you know when they say when in Rome? I'd be like, hold on. Beans? Mm. Are, no, I would try it. I would try it. I have so, mine with no beans, no guacamole, no onion. Well, it was a lot happening, so I could see like getting rid of one of those things. I want the I want the grilled onions for sure. I want the sauce. I want the guacamole. I probably be cool. I feel like I would be cool with everything and no beans or whatever. So California, for me, this is makes sense because it's literally just a breakfast burrito. Um, cause why wouldn't you want to eat a breakfast burrito when you want to go back? I want, I want to eat it regardless. So, so California is the breakfast burrito and I'm not even going to describe it because if the fuck you listen to this and don't know what a breakfast burrito, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Connecticut, first of all, I forget, I forget Connecticut is a state. Like, why are they on the list? <laughs> How did they get here? How did they get here? I mean, I, you know, cause I only think of Connecticut as like a little... Part of, it's like the suburbs of New York, New York right? and Jersey. I don't even think Connecticut is its own state. It's just like a suburb. Um, mm-hmm. So their hangover food is first of all, why they call it a BEC? Don't nobody abbreviate bacon, egg, and cheese. Everybody just say bacon, egg, and cheese. All right, Connecticut. So basically, you like let's be friends with New York because of course it's a bacon, egg, and cheese. Whatever. I'm gonna power through this list. Um. Georgia, <laughs> you know we let us out. I like how Georgia is not a food; it's a place. <laughs> Waffle House, Waffle House. 
And you know what? Accurate. Accurate, because I don't know. Let me tell y'all know me. Well, maybe y'all don't. If you don't know me, I didn't go to school in Georgia, but I went to school in the southern state. And it's nothing like being drunk and hungover in college and making your way to the Waffle House, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to give it the 24-hour breakfast, lunch, and dinner options. You can, you can your money goes so far at the Waffle House. Now, do you want waffles, eggs, cheese? Like, do you want the Texas toast? Do you want the cheesesteak on the Texas toast? What do you want, beloved? We got it. You yeah. get it smothered and covered. That's what I'm saying. Do you want it smothered, covered? Mm, do you, you're going to get a side of fuckery because somebody's going to be fighting, but you're going to be entertained. Listen, shout out to the Waffle House. So come on, Georgia. Listen, there's only a couple places where you can get food and entertainment. Um, Yo. Medieval mm. times. <laughs> okay, okay. So I ain't been over on the islands. Oh, uh, 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 and like hungover, but Maui, a local moco. Hmm. A local moco is a Hawaiian dish. It's layering a hamburger patty over a bed of white rice and layering a top of gra- brown gravy and a fried egg. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I have not seen that, but by God, I think I would try. I know I would try it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm trying that. Come on. All right. I, I, Idaho, first of all, I forgot this didn't say black hangover dishes. I'm going to say this, college town, drinking town, I get it. I mean, you no, I get it, because you got to have hangover food in a college drinking town. Like, what steaks. else they going to do in Idaho? I don't, I never heard of the word finger steaks, but... Those two words intrigue me, okay? I want to know. finger steaks? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Hold up. The words intriguing, but let's see what it is. Thoroughly seasoned, soaked in buttermilk batter. A deep fried finger steaks are a hallmark of Idaho cuisine. I mean, Idaho went hard when they made a potato. So, uh, typically served with an assortment of of different sauces. So, it's some kind of steak. Oh, maybe they cut it up like chicken fingers. They must They must cut steak up like chicken fingers because they ain't telling me what kind of steak. You know what? If it's a steak cut up like a like a chicken tender, I ain't never thought of dipping a steak like that. So y'all might y'all might be on to something. Y'all might be on to something. I'm going to try it though, especially because I'm y'all, just off the street cred of the potato, I will try y'all finger steaks. <laughs> Y'all, now if it's if it's not hitting, it's not hitting. Just give me a potato. All right, Kentucky hot brown. What is a hot brown? Is it a thing? Is it a what? I'm. I'm... I feel like it's something with that red gravy, red eye gravy. Ooh, red eye gravy. I don't know if I'm like this Kentucky. Mm-mm. So, in in the Brown Hotel in Louisville, was the hottest spot in town. Blah 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 blah. At the long night, it wasn't out of the question for us. Intoxicated or hungover guests to look for something to fill their stomach. That's what everybody was looking for. So the chef at the hotel created a broiled open face sandwich. Okay, open face. This sounds fancy. Fancy, but not. With, made with buttery Texas toast. Okay, I like Texas toast. Roast turkey. Bacon. And tomato topped with a creamy Pecorino Mornay sauce. 
today the hot bread. Where is pepperoni on it? Sauce. Because I feel like this is fancy for no reason. Mm-hmm. But but they might I think they got me because I'm not even gonna lie. There is a um this totally random. Uh this is totally random, but one of the Italian wines. Oh, you know what? That's why I, no, I'm with it. Pecorino. It says pecorino cheeses. Okay, so if this is a cheese sauce, bitch, this sounds like a cheese sauce. Okay, we in. We it sounds we like in. a Kentucky uh what's it call it? Benedict. Yes. And it's why over and it's over face. All right, you know what? I might not have knew what all these words was until I put them together, but I'm I'm here for it. I am here for it because when I didn't even know the word pecorino, uh, as far there is a wine pecorino wine. Okay, it's a sauce. This sauce does it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Roast turkey, bacon, a sauce. You know, yeah, I'm in. But I know this Italian white wine called pecorino, and I was like, oh, I like that. Hot brown. Now this name sounds weird because the name mm-hmm. don't match. The name don't match the description Not at all. <laughs> but the description, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Louisiana. Yakame. It's a shit. Yakame. Hold on, let's see. Louisiana. Because I didn't know that people ate Yakame. Well, we be saying Yakame up in here. But I, it's basically similar. The news, if, it, if this is what I'm thinking. Ain't that like so. black chop suey? Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I feel like, so this is where I realized Louisiana and specifically New Orleans, but Baltimore, I'd be like, we weird in similar kind of ways. Because I'd be like, sometimes I understand what they be doing. So, with the state's largest city, there's a nightlife, Louisiana residents are no stranger to a choppy morning after, while gumbo may be Louisiana's official state dish. When it comes to hangovers, New Orleans has a covered Yakame or El Sober, as is affectionately referred to in the Big Easy, is a noodle soup that marries Cantonese origins with Creole Cajun spices. Okay, I'm here. I'm here with this. So Yakame roots trace back to 18th, 19th century, consists of spaghetti noodles, broth, beef, and whatever protein topped with boiled eggs and scallions. So I did not know. That's one of those things that we grew up eating in Baltimore. And I was so surprised, but also heartened a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago, to realize like, oh, somebody else in the country eats this. <laughs> like it might, it might, the seasons might vary a little bit. And you know how black people, even though it might phonetically be spelled out a certain way, you just remember what your parents say. So I remember being at the Chinese joint and my friend be like, where the yakami? He'd be like, and one day I read it, I said, that word do not say yakami. Like, but <laughs> essentially, essentially we were asking for the same thing. So shout out to Louisiana. If you in a city like Baltimore, where Chinese joints stay open to two o'clock in the morning, we could we could definitely get this. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go, let's keep going down the list. Jump in whenever you're ready. Whenever you got some feedback, Massachusetts. First of all, if Dunkin' made Dunkin' Donuts, I'm ignoring it because why? <laughs> Nobody going to Dunkin' Donuts. America runs with Dunkin'. Massachusetts, that fast, that hungover food is Dunkin'. Shut up! I like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I 
I'm not going to act like I don't like Dunkin' Donuts, but not for a hangover. Dunkin' Donuts is giving big breakfast vibes, like not hangover vibes. All right, Massachusetts, stop playing. Nebraska. I feel like it's going to be a big old piece of chicken fried steak. And I wish. White gravy. It says runs a sandwich. A bread pocket filled with seasoned beef, sauerkraut, or cabbage. Uh-uh. Next. Next. Bye. Next. Bye. Bye. And I'm a, and I'm from Baltimore. When niggas over here eat sauerkraut, but stop playing. We're not doing that. I like sauerkraut too, but on a hot dog. Uh-uh. A bread pocket filled with seasoned beef and sauerkraut. No, that don't sound. I mean, New York niggas eat sauerkraut on their hot dog, but New Jersey. Okay. Pork, egg, roll, and cheese. Now, Ooh. is y'all pregnant, New Jersey? Because I might want this craving because this sounds real pregnant. I done ate a pork roll. It's a pork roll, egg, and cheese. Hold up. Pork roll, egg, and New Jersey, what is y'all doing? I want some. Greasy and fried until crispy. The pork roll mm. is to New Jersey what pasta is to Italy. What? Okay. okay. Who wrote this? Because y'all was doing that with the word. No, the <laughs> pork roll. <laughs> All right, it is what it say. It say though the pork roll telling him debacle may be one of the most highly contested Jersey Central arguments. Other than the end of the Sopranos, if there's one thing the state's residents agree upon, it is that it deserves a place on the Breakfast Sandwich Hall of Fame. A gooey cheese protein filled egg and salty pork combined for the perfect bite. You know what? I want to try this jersey. I want this. Okay, New Mexico. Abel's, Hubo's, how you say it? Hubo's Ranch, Rancheros? It's good. Huevos Rancheros. You know what? We said this on the episode long, long ago. And she <laughs> always said it right. And I know I'm saying it wrong, but once she said it, I can say it. That bitch is good. I know, but I know I don't know how to say it right. But when I eat it, it's banging. It's like a Mexican Chipotle breakfast. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. good. Um, so New York State, New York, they, they differentiate between the state and the city. I totally agree that like, what are you eating in the city other than the bacon, egg, uh, bacon, egg and cheese, which we mentioned before, but I have not heard of outside of the state. Cause most of y'all, if you ain't from the Northeast, you think of New York and you mostly think of the city, you forget it's like a whole big ass state outside. Mm-hmm. And apparently the rest of the city has something called a garbage plate. First of all, why it's called that? consists of a choice of meat, cheeseburger, hamburger, or Italian sausage, layered atop your choice of a carb, like a home fries, french fries, baked things, or macaroni salad. Now I'm confused, because where did macaroni salad find their way into the chat? I I was with you when you said home fries and french fries. Yeah, but macaroni salad? But why is macaroni salad in the chat? That's the garbage. That's the garbage. Amen, you right. Before being topped with sauces and various accoutrements. That's their words, not mine. <laughs> so basically, I'm just putting meat and potatoes and what kind of sauce. Now, this could get fun, but I don't want macaroni salad as a side. If you mm-hmm. put a home fry or french fries to meat, you can make a little situation. That's whatever. it. Most of the rest of New York City... It's probably eating a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel or whatever your choice of bread is. Uh, the more you read in these, the more I realize that chitlin nachos might be hangover food. 
But weird, but but hangover <laughs> be widely accessible, beloved. It had to be a popular amongst the culture. It had to be a go a go to thing. Hangover food amongst whom? North Carolina, Bojangles biscuits. Now, while this makes sense, and I would agree, if you hung over, I mean, I know you eating it the next morning, but I think you need more than a biscuit. The Bojangles yeah. biscuits do go hard, but we need a meal. What are you eating with your Bojangles biscuit? Okay, I agree. They are good. Everything else was given full meal. Yeah. Ohio, Cincinnati, Chile. Hold the fuck up. I was about to skip this because I was like, all right, chili, that sounds good. Until I realized that Cincinnati chili sees a serving of chili layer atop a bed of spaghetti with shredded cheese and onion. Now, that, my dear, makes it. Chili with spaghetti? Uh, it's on spaghetti. So, you know how some people put their chili on their rice? I guess they put it on the spaghetti. Hmm. And. My, when I tell you this one thing, I might not eat it sober, but this sounds like something I'm definitely trying to try. Right. I'm not opposed to it. Oklahoma, Ron's hamburgers and chili, hamburgers, chili, whatever. So, all right, that seemed very normal, just breezy, good food, whatever. We in Oklahoma. South Carolina, Cali's hot little biscuit sandwich. Hmm. What's on the sandwich, beloved? Is it like spicy sausage? I'm trying. I'm. Uh, then describe what's on it. Somebody told us what's the hot little biscuit sandwich. Oh, probably for this link. Let me put this little link real quick. Kelly's hot little biscuit. Bitch, look. This picture look good. Kelly's hot little biscuit. Small bread. A signature bread. What the fuck is on the biscuit? Pimento cheese sandwich. No, 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 but I can't tell what's on this biscuit. Maybe it's the biscuit, but then you put other shit on it because it says uh, award winning biscuits, pimento cheese sandwiches, and a range of other. But I don't know what is on the Cali biscuit, though. I don't know huh. if it's the Cali biscuit, but the picture look good. The biscuits might go hard. Maybe just put other shit on it. I would try it. I, I, would, I, I would probably try anything that started with the word biscuit <laughs> and, and it looked that good. All right, two more. Texas breakfast tacos. Yes. I mean, need we say more? <laughs> a breakfast taco, especially if you <clears throat> look greasy. <clears throat> I'm in it. Need we say more? Um. First of all, I forgot West Virginia was a state. <laughs> and I'm in Maryland. I'm not actually far from West Virginia, but I forget about them niggas all the time. Them white niggas. But, um, the pepperoni roll. Where is the pepperoni roll, though? Because I like pepperoni. They might be on to something. They might be on to something. A country-filled roll with sticks of pepperoni slices is a staple of the coal mining industry. You know, West Virginia is actually its own world. Mm-hmm. Combined, they just had a combine. Okay. The miners eating a stick of pepperoni with one hand and bread and the other, so they just decided to roll them shits together. You know what? I might try it. I might try it. And last but not least, this ain't hangover food, but this sounds like hangover snack. With Chauncey cheese curds. Cheese curds is cute, but we need real food. We need food. I'm gonna need more than that. I'm I'm sure they good that they fun to snack on when you're a little drunk. 
just like a biscuit from Bojangles in North Carolina is good, but we need, we talking about hangover meals. So, mm -hmm. before we wrap up, I'm just gonna, one, my, in my um hard research out here, in my diligent research, AKA just me posting on Facebook and seeing what the niggas that I know, what they think. My favorite, well, I, I don't know what we call it favorite, but most surprising, but thing I should try that I don't know why I haven't done. A favorite hangover food, the most surprising was pho. And I don't know why I never had this. I mean, I've had it, but it never dawned on me for hangover food. And I totally get it. And that hmm. is the one thing. I'm like, you know, niggas, you know, we black, pho, pho, yeah. whatever. Y'all don't know what the fuck I mean, the soup. And I'm like, that's the mo that's the main one on the list of my replies. I was like, huh. I might need to do that. Cause I can see how it could be soothing and getting your your your, your liquids back, but not be too heavy, but little salt, little salt, whatever you put on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I had people put like a burger, which is normal. Somebody who put salmon, watermelon, salad, and some kind of Mediterranean bowl. I'm like, who the fuck is eating this is how, this sounds good and healthy. For a hangover, who's thinking right when they hung over? A lot of people put some kind of bacon and eggs and cheese or some kind of breakfast food, um, tacos, uh, waffles, pizza, egg rolls, um, stuff like that. Uh, Indian food. I feel, I, I feel like everybody said something like, all right, that makes sense. We probably tried it. But the pho is the one that it hit litter of all these things that would have never occurred to me. Hmm. So... I'm like, hmm. I'll try it though. Now, what's I'll your go-to? Hmm. So my go-to hangover food. So I do think I am technically a hangover is probably like the next morning. But sometimes you do get something the night before. But if it's the next morning, I'm a little hungover. I definitely want breakfast. I want breakfast like I never wanted breakfast ever in my life. <laughs> so give me a sausage, give me a bacon eggs. And then now, especially, I don't plan on being too drunk because I'm grown now, but I'm back in Baltimore. And one thing I love and miss about Baltimore City is like, we got a little hood curry out. The motherfucker delivered to me around the corner the other day. It was like, it's giving breakfast platter, like, French toast, eggs, and she, with your meats or whatever. <laughs> no, it's like, you get it for a good price. It's giving breakfast platter. If you're in Baltimore, um, I haven't had it in a long time, but there was a spot when I lived, before I moved to D.C., I used to get the bacon egg. And no, not the bacon egg. I used to get the scrapple. Scrapple. Now, mm -hmm. no Scrapple probably just as bad as chitlins, but the scrapple with the breakfast. Mm, mm. But yeah, yeah, but it's giving breakfast for me, for sure. Okay. I feel like breakfast is greasy enough, but light enough when you hungry. Okay. What about yourself? I feel like you. Um, should, I feel like you eat your breakfast taco or burrito. I actually don't eat if I have a hangover. I can't. I can't. I will throw up. So, but I feel like it's a it's a period you go through where you can't eat, but then it, then it's not don't take that long, and then you are starving and you gotta eat. I don't know. I guess it depends. 
if I do have anything, it'll definitely be an Alka-Seltzer Plus, and I'll lay back down. <laughs> With the shades closed. That's it. I can't. Well, if you in that, it's funny because you be in that first part. Oh my god, it is so funny because every time you don't go, you swear. I swear, I'm not gonna do it again. And I'm heaving like, oh, I can't eat nothing. But then I feel like I go through the I can't eat nothing. So, oh my god, I need food. <laughs> but when sometimes if it's a, if there is a such thing as a good quote unquote hangover, it's the one where. You don't you you don't wake up and your head is pounding or nothing, but you are clearly like out of it, but you are starving. Those kind of hangovers is kind of fun. It's like I'm gonna get up and the bitch now I want to eat everything. Yeah, for like days like that, yeah, I'll either do if I that normally happens like on vacation, and so or if sometimes I'm you wake up and your hangover literally is like I need to eat. I did all that and I did not have any food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if I'm on vacation, normally if something like that happens, it's like usually in Vegas. I go to one particular spot that I like to go to for breakfast and I get chilaquiles. You usually need food and sleep. And then you be like, bitch, why did I do this? But like, let me eat. Mm-hmm. But what chilaquiles? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like... Um, it's like tortilla chips with like enchilada sauce on it. Um, usually has like egg on it. It's like a Mexican breakfast kind of situation. I like a little Mexican breakfast. I don't say how Mexican fresh Yeah, if you ever go to um, Vegas, go to Blueberry Hill. They got a ton of those restaurants. You go to Blueberry Hill and get you some chilaquiles or get you an omelet and get the uh, biscuits to go with it. And that'll put you right. It'll put you right. Mm, I ain't gonna give y'all my other record spot because I'm gonna be mad if I go and I can't get a table because y'all don't win. So oh Blueberry Hill, they got a million of the locations. Have at it. <laughs> Have at it, niggas. Yeah. So let us know how you cure your hangover the next the morning after. Maybe we'll call this episode the morning after. Yeah, let us know what you do the morning after to cure your um, hangover ills. What you like to have. You like to have you some sausage, pigs in a blanket. You like to pull up to a McDonald's drive-thru and be like, let me get a motherfucker. Uh. You know, what you like to do. Why, we, why are we black-sighted? Let me get a uh. <laughs> Every time. You still know what you want, but you see something, you like, ooh, that look good. Let me get a... Uh, let me get a number four. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a trivia question this week? I do. It's a... I think it's a quick one. It's like a mix and match thing, but it's only three items. So, it said drag and drop, but you can use your... You can use your... Your, 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 your vision and your head. Um, so it's drag and drop, drag and align, basically align these high level wine region cap classifications with the characteristics of the wines they represent. What? So, so it's, it's, it sounds more complicated than it is. The options on the left is, is just one is old world wines. Actually it's old world wines is two of the answers and new world wines is one of the answers. So you match them up with the other three. 
so basically it's new world wines which one is known for the other three so heavier body wines earthy wines or high acidity so you got three one side through and other side and mash them up together so old world wines new world i thought it was going to do three separate but it's literally new world old world old world and then three characteristics and we got to see which one which one um i would say what new world high so, cbd okay old so world yeah. earthy old world big body all right so that is is that your final answer yes ma'am so hey and i actually got this one right and i don't i don't know how i did Anyway, so the correct answer is I did because I screenshot the question and the answer. So new world wines are heavier bodies. So well, you know what? I said I know how it how I I said I didn't know how I knew the answer. I think I knew the answer because I forget this like I fucking be experiencing wine, like I drink it and taste it at work. So it says new world is heavier body, old world earthy, old world high acidity. So there's a general difference between old world, new world wines. Um, so old world wines characteristics, uh, higher city. To, all right. So what I gather is, um, the old world tend to be. I mean, uh, the new world tend to be a little bit heavier body. So I'm thinking about because I drink a lot of wine at work. And I'm learning more and more like the California wines. When they say New World, located, but we just mean California over here. But um, heavier body, like you think Camus, all those, they tend to be a little more fruit forward. <laughs> they tend to be very fruit forward. Um, they tend to be higher alcohol and not as acidic. And I'm just thinking about like all the California wines are tasting. Those tend to be like the more approachable ones. A lot of the old world wines, the tannins and um, um, the, the, the alcohol be a little lower, they're light body, earthy, and um, it's hard to describe it other than the fact that I be drinking this shit, and I think another way to differentiate, even though it might not make sense, is that old world wines are, I feel like the new world wines are like more commercial, like they just meant meant to like, oh, I'm drinking, I want to drink this wine, I want to get drunk, I want to do this thing. Whereas the old world wines tend to be a little more low-key because they drink them like every day with dinner. But, mm -hmm. yeah. So, but when and I think you can't of, have all that heavy shit every day. And you, yeah, you usually need to pair it with food. Whereas so, in New World, especially like America, it's like ready to drink, consumer driven. So, if you're not into wine, you're getting into wine, of course you're going to want something fruity something like more palatable out of you know people like, how much alcohol in it whatever whatever so yeah so i'm thinking of like your canis i'm thinking of your like your prisoner your blend your bread blends and all that other stuff so anyway that that's the answer that's the answer okay all right all right all right y'all this has been another episode of the bad and bougie podcast um you know where to find us if you don't you can find us at twitter instagram and facebook at Bad and Boozy Pod. If you'd like to write into us, you go ahead and shoot us an email at badandboozypod at gmail.com. If you would like to find us individually, 
D, where can they find you? Y'all can find me at Brains and Buns on Instagram. I will tell y'all to find me on X, but I ain't there. Well, I am there, but I deleted the app off my phone when he changed that logo, so I ain't checked it. Mm. Uh, but it's still Brains and Buns. I might come back at some point, but the, 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 the black X pissed me off. I am on... I don't post nothing on TikTok. I just watch videos on TikTok. So basically, <laughs> you just gonna find me on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. And shout out to the if anybody following the random man in Atlanta saga on TikTok. That joint is good. I've been in the no. It's a, it's another one today. <laughs> that one take the cake. The random man, the man in Atlanta. Left, the man who left his fiance after the baby was eight months. Left, then came back and was trying to fight her for custody. And then she Ooh, said, You know what? Go ahead and have it then. Oh, so I need to cut complaining. But is she on the TikToks? I think no, the 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 baby daddy posted. He's on the TikTok. I'll find it, I'll send it to you. He posted talking about my baby mama, she don't want to see her kids. She just gave up the kid. Now I'm raising him and you know, I love my son, but no, the only thing that made me mad week. the only thing that made me mad about that is I don't like when you bullshit like that, I don't be wanting to send your content and hype you up. I need the baby mama to post herself so I can defend so I can support oh, he, her. <laughs> he posted the text that she sent him and she was like, you know what, I am tired of fighting. You know what? Go you ahead. You know what? I support the women. You know what? Leave fuck these <laughs> men. But listen, between yours and the random man in Atlanta, ooh, I've been having fun over here on TikTok. Hey, also shout out to Kiki Palmer, still with her baby dad. Amen. You don't talk about people's stuff, man. Get them coins. Listen, <laughs> I support it. I was like, y'all better scam them and get the coins. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Kiki, like everybody who like who like still with their baby daddy, I'm not even mad. It's still with that Panamanian. I was cracking up because I was like, all these vlogs talk about they done broke up. I said, number one, she knew who he was when she met him. She knew who she he was when they got pregnant. She knew who he was when she had the baby. Like, none of this is a surprise. Right. She know him more than all of us. So, like, whatever. Let's right. just get started. And he was, he, he was wilding for a second, but it was like, 